0: Right about now, it's time for Podcast 14, dropping all that tech news. Yo, let's go. We dropping tech news and keeping it real. Listen up, yo, so your mama don't squeal. red fan trading leaving the web. Take note to get the tech flow in the air. Uh, yeah, in our kingdom of tech, you be the king or the queen. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, the name is Podcast 14. We
1: Hello, you are listening to news. Episode 6 of Podcast game 14, game. a podcast for developers, by developers, where we cover all the inessential tech news that may have slipped through your grasps. Um, we are your hosts, Andrew Fader and Julio Dennis, and um, before we begin, Andrew, I thought uh, people might ask, where is Episode 5? Right, we we just lost it, right? Actually, so the last episode we've done for our fans, um, or I guess for our, for our fans who aren't in the know, was was back in November, right? It was twenty, it was, it was twenty fourteen. It's good times back then, right? Then I guess it was the holidays, and then we we actually did uh, record not one but a couple of episodes that uh, we tried a new. Um, Editing technique, and um, the first time I destroyed all of the tape. Cause, oh. uh, for for you guys who don't realize, like Andrew and I, just sit in a studio uh, that we got on the cheap. Like um, I mean, most of this technology is like from the '60s, I take it. I mean, th- this this tape machine that we're using is the size of a refrigerator. Um, to reel it in. Yeah, no, we, it's reel to reel. It's just uh, humming. Um, you know, we we spend a lot in post production to get rid of the humming. Um, which which I think has been very helpful. Um, you, don't, you really even don't even hear it, but um, I, I really it just I was totally my fault and I destroyed all the tape. So um, we tried again, and then the second time um, I had the tape in on the wrong side, so it was just all lost. Um, so now we got it. Um, we have a backup uh, generator also. It's the size of that little college boy refrigerator there. And uh, Manolo checked everything, I bought him a clipboard from Staples, and it's all good. So, thank you so much, uh, while we were on a six-month hiatus, and uh, we are back, strong, episode six, I don't know about you, but I'm excited, I'm giddy. I'm
2: sure you guys were just
1: really
2: waiting to see what we've been up to, and we're not going to
1: tell you any of that. Yeah, no, there there was a lot of rumors as to what we've been working on, uh... You know, Podcast 14 on the Apple Watch, people were saying. that. I mean, those, those are just rumors. Um, you know, we, we were waiting a whole... I mean, that was the end of the show, some people were saying. It was Podcast 14, and 14 meant, you know, is there a Podcast 15? Like, all these are rumors. Um, just, Still Podcast
2: no, 14. Yeah,
1: no, there's no Podcast 15. The Verge was completely wrong um Tank, tech Crunch got it all wrong i mean uh and and we're here to dispel those rumors um but first, I thought we'd give a shout out to all the listeners that we' like that have been just hitting the website, hitting the soundcloud the iTunes the facebook the twitter um wow it's just been unbelievable right like and quite surprisingly outside of the u uh, obviously we're we're number one in the u s right u s yeah. is our top uh geographic location but I, I was surprised to see uh who number two, three and four were. I would have thought some you know, like maybe the UK, Australia, Canada? Canada's in the top ten, but it's number ten. Um who who would have thought, right? So the the Russian Federation is uh number two. And 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 closely behind the US, actually. Like it's it's, it's like let me see, what uh what are the numbers on forty percent of our traffic? comes from the U.S., and 36%, 36%, Andrew, that's crazy, comes from Russia. I mean, it's almost more in Russia than in the U.S. Give it a little bit more time.
2: Russia is a podcast nation. That's what I've been hearing.
1: It really is. So, um, thank you all, comrades. Um, we're we're very proud. Um, I wish I knew, uh, I've been watching the Americans, so I feel like, um, you know, have have you seen The Americans the latest season? Yeah. Oh man, great stuff. Uh you really root for the Russians on that show, which is which is kind of weird. Um <laughs> No, I mean they're, they're they're those are the heroes or the or the anti-heroes, I guess are um you know, and that uh, the girl from Felicity, boy she's grown up. What's her name? I don't even I just call her Felicity. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Brazil and China uh right up there. Um Right after Russia. Unbelievable. But um, anyways, um, let's see. What, uh, have you been watching anything interesting uh, during the hiatus? During
2: the hiatus? Actually, I pretty much just hibernated during the entire hiatus. I was under a sort of nice patch of ground that I found. And I just dug a hole, kind of lowered myself in there, filled it in, and just sort of hung out for the duration.
1: Now, to be fair, I, I, too, hibernated. It was it was a long winter, just like on Game of Thrones, uh, right? Winter, exactly. winter winter did come, and we were buried uh, here in New York for several months, I remember. So I just really, basically didn't leave the house. I felt like, uh, what, Sam Rockwell in the moon. Um,
2: I did manage to see uh, The Last David Letterman Show. Oh, in I person? Think. No, no, I mean on TV.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I torrented it, so I have it. I, I feel safe, it's... It's there on my WD, my cloud server, and one day, um, you know, I, as I always do when torrenting, I always just, like, scrub through the whole show just to see that, you know, there aren't any lost frames, or it's all good, you know, VLC can read it, and, you know, I mean, everybody does that, right? And I try not to go too far to the end, oh, no, spoiler, David dies, ah, you know, so, um, scrub through it, it all looks good, put it up on my NAS, and, um, you know, now probably I'll never watch it, um. But yeah, I, I saw a great uh, film, Ex Machina. Um, oh, I heard about that. Oh, man, what a great movie. What a great movie. Robots are all over the news, right? Like uh, robots and AI. Um, yeah, it
2: definitely seems to be uh, back. It's, you know, not... I, I always sort of felt that people kind of learned their lesson in the 80s about over-promising with robot technology. But it seems that maybe... Now
1: there might be something to do some for that with self driving cars and uh with this
2: robot that can jump over
1: hurdles. Yeah, no, that's that, that's crazy. Um but I think I think um yeah, to your point, um people uh, are taking AI for granted, I think a little bit. I mean, five, ten years ago, um the stuff that we have like in our pockets, whether it's Cortana, Siri, Google now. I mean, this was hard AI and today it's like ah goddamn Siri, you know? She got the app- you know, I mean, we're talking to these supercomputers in our pockets, so it doesn't seem weird, you know? And we're we're kind of and you know, we have these scientists like Hawking's and uh I mean, Elon Musk is not a scientist, but he's he's made his um opinion well known. <laughs> he's a sciencey. He's the Tony Stark of our universe, right? Like he uh he's made it well known that he 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 wears diapers because of the AI that's being developed, right? He's, like, just uh, deathly afraid that we're building the robots that are going to come and just kill us in the next five years, right? So it's yeah. it's kind of like when Siri turns bad, you know? Uh, already she's got an attitude. I mean, I, you know, once I started using Cortana, I felt like Alexa became um, very kind of, like, and that's Amazon's Echo uh, oh, AI kind of thing. Yeah, she, she became very, uh, I don't know, she started playing the wrong music for me. Um, you know, kind of like in a jealous fit, like started playing like breakup music, and it was really weird because I was What's asking matter, for de- de- yeah, you know, I was I was asking for Depeche Mode, and she starts playing like some sort of like breakup music, and um, you that know, part. just really weird. I I love Alexa, but you know Cortana, she's got a notebook, so I feel like that's more professional, you know. And Siri, I mean, she just she's always just like I don't know, you know. She's kind of like the the. I don't know, like, real dopey. I, I, I don't know. Anyways, but... uh you gotta be careful because
2: might end up like uh, that movie, Her.
1: Well, actually, there was nothing wrong in Her, right? Like, that's another great movie about, like, a, a future where it's like, yeah, that's... I wouldn't mind that. I, I think Her at the end, like... I don't know. Are we spoiling Her? Like, I mean, it's like... <laughs> but anyhow, spoilers, you know, fast forward 30 seconds, we're about to spoil Her. Like, what? I Actually, I, I forgot what happened. Is she, like... Uh, does she want to kill him or something? Or yeah, it wasn't pretty. Yeah, it wasn't a good thing. Like, uh, but not, you know, there is no great uh, outcome to building these smart machines, right? That we're, we're and as a computer scientist, I mean, I I I would love to do AI research work. I mean, and well, knowing full well, I mean, it's kind of like I guess the scientists that that are looking for people out in space, right? That's um, a new Louis C.K. like bit that I saw in um, season five is he he does a little bit at the beginning of I think episode two where he talks about like we we really shouldn't go out looking for anybody I mean there is no scenario where that ends well you know what I mean uh. either either they're way advanced you know we get our you know we become the South America of some other um, right. you know, planet or um, you know they're just savages and um, <laughs> they're gonna hurt us you know so there really is no and, and, and we're never going to, like, just go and they're going to be exactly equivalent to us, you know? So why even go out there? Um, you know, just, just don't go, you know? Um, but anyhow. Hey, this is a tech and science show, so I guess that's a, a bad position to hold. But uh, there's another show I, is that
2: As good as some of the, like, assistant technology that we have is now, it's really not uh, strong AI. It's, you know, like, a set of, like, pre one-dimensional tasks that it knows how to do, but it's not really... I think that this sort of scenario of, like, a Skynet coming to life and deciding that humans would be tasty snacks will outlandish.
1: I don't know, you know, I mean, like I said, like, five, ten years ago, something like Siri would be science fiction, you'd see it on, you know, you'd see it on the Enterprise, um... And today, we just kind of take it for granted, and we, we say exactly what you're saying. Well, that's not AI, you know, that doesn't pass the Turing test, um, which I guess is something that Ex Machina starts to explore, you know, like whether this even is, you know, whether the Turing test is even a valid test at all, you know, um, in terms of determining intelligence and whether you really even need to build intelligence to, to make a robot that can kill you, you know, I mean, does... Is that intelligent? I mean, like we could just make these robots, and they can kill us, and they wouldn't be intelligent. So maybe we're almost there. You know, I mean, you could just have a drone that just has a bug in it, and starts wiping out like uh, you know parts of Soho, and we're. We do have drones
2: They kill people, but hopefully they're someone watching who they kill to ensure that. You know... at least it's usually the right person, although I think we sometimes kill just random dudes.
1: I mean we'll we'll get into like maybe a recap of Google I.O. but when I there was a point in Google IO where uh the the woman who manages uh, Google now, she's her opening line was like, you know, smartphones should be smarter and I was like, Oh no, here we go, Skynet <laughs> right that was it. That's that's when I was like I just left the building. But um
2: well, Google also has to put uh, smartphones in your clothing and stuff, which seems like to be it then because have all these Wi-Fi signals, like, bombarding your skin and causing
1: a cancer. Yeah, they, um, I think they're partnering with Levi's, right, to make smart jeans? Smart jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, it sounds like a joke, but that's, that's, that's real, so, uh, and, and that was my prediction, I mean, we did a show last year, um, uh, on WWDC predictions, and my, my prediction was smart, smart shirts. Uh, smart I mean, shirts, oh, yeah. I was dead wrong on that, I'd, I'll, I'll be the first to admit it, I'm, uh. Gentlemanly enough to kind of like admit I was i was dead wrong about the smart shirt um but uh, this year people are talking about like apple t v and that's been my prediction for the last like five years i think like uh um, but but we'll get we'll get into that um I have some follow ups on the last episode uh at, um, we talked with in November with the ladies from um tampon run um, oh, yeah. and now tampon run. Uh, is in the App Store, so just, just as they, they kind of gave us the uh, the sneak peek back in November, and since then they've been on the verge back in February, so the app uh, in February launched into the App Store, so, um, you know. It gave the can, podcast
2: 14 bump.
1: Oh, yeah, it totally gave him a huge bump, you know. Uh, and I guess it's been billed, if if you haven't heard of it, you can go back and listen to Sophie and, um, uh, what was it, Esmeralda, or what was the other girl's name? Totally, tol- totally blanking on, on their name. And right? Yes, but and it's uh, it's billed as the Mario meets menstruation um, app. Oh. So I'm not kidding. That's what I think. That I I took that from from the Verge. So the Verge gave them a really nice write up. Um, yeah, because I mean they were like what four months late to the party on that whole like scene. Not really. But um, whatever, you know. are staff writers, it's no passion. You know. They're. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Did, did you hear about that spy bird uh, that was arrested, I think, in, in India? Yeah, what, what the heck? <laughs> like, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, police in India this week arrested a pigeon, uh, and, and this is real, on charges of spying for Pakistan. Uh, this is from BBC News, by the way. Uh, the pigeon was taken into custody on Thursday after a 14-year-old boy founded in a historically tumultuous region along the India-Pakistan border. The bird whose name has not been disclosed reportedly had a stamped message on its body that was partially written in Urdu. The message also included a Pakistani phone number for a good time call on. Um, <laughs> an x-ray of the bird didn't show anything out of the ordinary but police have nevertheless registered it as a suspicious or a suspected spy and are keeping it in custody. So um I really you know I mean this raises a lot of questions as to what are the rights that you have as a pigeon. Um but um you know I guess we'll we'll find out. We'll we'll be following this case uh very closely here on Podcast Fourteen. Um I mean you you, you didn't even know about it, Andrew, right? Well
2: I, I did see this really suspicious the pigeon in Central Park had a message written in Urdu that I translated as I'm walking
1: eat Ah, right, you as as you know our listeners know from past shows, like you are fluent uh in Urdu. Um, I can only read it, um, so I can't, I can't speak it, um, and I think, um, you can speak it, but you can't read it. So together, we're like, uh, you know, the Wonder Twins, and so we can decipher all of these, like, spy pigeons that are, uh, uh, potentially all over, uh, Central Park, so I'm sure we'll get a call from the NSA as they attempt to recruit us, um. I may have gotten something on LinkedIn, uh, from them, but, um, it just I didn't. I on LinkedIn.
2: It said, uh, Chief Programmers in Delhi, I think was. it? Oh, wait, sorry, something else.
1: Anyways, um, I guess, uh, I guess it's June, so, uh, summer movies are, uh, are about to come out, right? uh, are you looking bad forward bad to any, bad? anything? Huh? Yeah? Are you looking forward to any, uh, summer movies?
2: Uh, I don't know what's coming
1: out. I, I didn't want to see a Mad Max. Yeah, Mad, Mad Max just didn't. I mean, the problem is all of these movies are coming out on, um, you know, like the the bootleg sites uh, just just uh, before they're coming out here in, in America because I guess the new uh, trend in Hollywood is to just release them internationally first and then in the U.S and uh what happens when when that i i mean i guess they're making more money uh internationally than they do in the US so they they do that and um but what happens there is we we have the film like a really pristine version of it here in the US before it's even in theaters and it it's really hard to resist for example like avengers age ultron like you know a, a week or two ...before the U.S. premiere... ...and then once I saw it... ...it was like... yeah, you know, ...I really do want to see it again... ...because it was really fuzzy... ...and there was somebody with sandals... ...who was like... ...just right in front of the... Um, ...the camera... Uh, ...with their feet up... ...you know... Uh, <laughs> ...really... ...I mean... ...who does that... ...right? Who's, who's who's going to the theater... ...in sandals... ...and putting their feet up... ...but... Um, ...also it was very like... ...the color wasn't that great... ...and the sound didn't pop... ...but... Um, ...I got enough of the storyline... ...to know that... Um, ...you know... Uh, ...it was all Blake Lively... And Ultron never showed up, so I don't know why the hell they, they, they called it, um... I mean, have you seen that bootleg? I mean, it's just, you know, I don't know. It was just, uh, it was about Blake Lively. I don't know what Marvel uh, hero she was, but she was, like, immortal. And, um, I don't know. You know, like, uh, Ultron never showed up. And, um, it's about two hours long, but the guy from, um... Game of Thrones, he was on, he was in the movie, I don't, I don't know what character he played, but, uh, anywho, you know, uh, the age of Adeline, uh, Ultron, or whatever that was, um, I don't know, but, um, I'm looking forward to Star Wars, but that,
2: that, okay.
1: yeah, that's, that's like, that's a holiday movie, um, there's also Pixels, that's, uh, Adam Sandler's next movie with, um, um, Kevin St. James is in it, too, uh, I mean, all, all those guys, you know, like. Uh, is that the
2: one where he was uh, making fun of Native Americans and they like, walked off the set?
1: Ooh, I don't know. No, I. Um, who? Kevin St. James or Adam Sandler?
2: Adam Sandler. I think he was. He had some sketch about Native Americans, and then uh, some of them took it a little personally and uh, and walked off.
1: No, no. The um, the the premise of Pixels is that. Um, we sent out, um, you know, all this communication... Again, uh, with, it's with the aliens. Like, we sent out all of these communications back in the 80s that have now finally reached some alien population that interprets our message of, of hope and peace, um, you know, as a, a message that we're coming to get them. Uh, we're, we're there to destroy them. And that was because, uh, you know, we also sent over video games like Pac-Man and Space Invaders, and they're like, you know, WTF. So they, they, they've sent, they've replicated Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Donkey Kong, and have sent it down to, to Earth to destroy us with our own type of weaponry, what they interpret our weaponry to be. So um, it, it seems really funny, um, you know, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's called Pixels. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a comedy. They even got the original guy from, uh, from Pac-Man, the designer. Um, he, he wants to talk. To the Pac-Man, and I think the Pac-Man in the, in the trailer just bites his arm off, so it's kind of funny. Oh, <laughs> well, I watched
2: this pretty good documentary about him out of the early days of Atari. Did you see this? It's called, oh yeah, uh, yeah,
1: that's up on Netflix. Yeah,
2: yeah, World
1: One One. Yeah, that is a great documentary. Um, that one's really good. Like uh, there were there was stuff about Atari I I didn't even know. I mean I think yeah. that was that was um it was all about the land E T landfill like uh, thing.
2: Yeah, I mentioned that toward the end, I think, and then it starts becoming, like, you know, why did this company, that you was know, so innovative, suddenly start churning out shitty shit like E.T.
1: Oh, you know what? I think then we're talking about two different documentaries. The one I'm talking about is uh, this guy who was just all about, like, unearthing the myth of was E.T. actually buried out in the desert? Um, oh, no, that's
2: different.
1: So, and I think, I forgot what it was called, but it was also... Focused on Atari, but it was it was more about the ET landfill mythology and uh, whether that was it was true or not. So I won't I won't spoil it for people. But I guess um, I guess they're b- both of these documentaries are available on Netflix.
2: Yeah, the one I watched was about like uh, what the environment was like uh, to work there and kind of how uh, like more from the engineers' perspective, like how they cobbled stuff together. Some of the early stuff, like the first Pong game. And it's this guy, Alcorn, who was like the engineer that worked with uh, Nolan Bushnell, who was the guy who, you know, really uh, started commercializing this stuff. And, uh, you know, he says, uh, yeah, Nolan just sent me a letter to engineering. Here's the list, you know, the roadmap of these things we need to get done. Sincerely, Nolan Bushnell. So I wrote him back a letter from engineering. (laughs) We We don't have the budget to do any of these things. You know, Uh is that a good reason to not have them done? So so he writes back to engineering. No. No Englishman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the E. T. one was similar where um this guy, I forget his name, the the programmer, but um he, they basically uh, you know, like I think did a deal with Spielberg and they're like, Yeah, we want you to do this game and like um four weeks, and it was, like, just this huge, like, uh, ambitious game, and he's like, yeah, right, no problem, <laughs> you
2: know, and, uh,
1: yeah. and it was, like, a week had already gone by, so he, he really only had, like, three weeks left, and, um, you know, and the game is actually, I mean, I remember when I played it, it, it wasn't that bad, you know, in its time, you know, but I guess people thought it sucked or whatever, they were, it was glitchy. It was um, overhyped, it was, like,
2: because what, what happened was Warner bought Atari and that's why they started making all the movie tie-ins and stuff, and it was overhyped, so they were like, it's the amazing experience, E.T., bring the film home, and all this shit, and so, so people were like, oh, okay, it's going to be like, if I put this little Atari cartridge in, I'm going to see, like, really detailed imagery of, like, little dudes riding bikes with aliens, and it turned out to be just, like, little bleep blue pixels, and, you know, very little, uh, in the way of the gameplay either. so.
1: Yeah, I, rem- I remember, um, wow, I mean, uh, back then it was like, you know, it was 8 bits, so it, it was amazing graphics. <laughs> you know? yeah, that's even it's that's even uh, less than 8 bits, I think. I mean, I remember the platform, uh, there were games towards the end of, like, and this, uh, this happens with every platform, like, um, towards the end of its life cycle you know the developers start to know the the tools and the tricks and you start getting some of the best games and i remember towards the end of the 2600 they were like yards revenge and there were like some really like funky games that were coming out that were just like
2: yeah they talked to the yards revenge guy in this documentary, but he was also the guy who did et so
1: yeah that's yeah that, that's why they picked him like he was uh he was their hot shot you know it's like really young guy too like at the time uh you know and and he himself didn't even he was in this documentary uh kind of like was ET buried in the desert like he himself didn't really know if that was true or not you know so um but anyways i guess um i guess before we start the show um <laughs> let's um let's talk a little bit about how you can help support the show um you know and how you can become a patron of the show a patron like Michelangelo had a patron, right? They all, they all did in, in in the Middle Ages, right? Like yeah, uh, these the artists. Magic, you know. The Medici. Medici, exactly. Like so, you can become our Medici um, and eat pizza and do all that stuff, you know. The Medici are yeah, the. We'd love to the way.
2: opera with you. Maybe check out a couple of basilicas.
1: Yes, why not? You know, uh, and and use cardboard for that. Um, but uh, yeah,
2: use cardboard,
1: right? Why not? So uh, to become a patron of the show, you can do it just for like any amount, um, as low as a dollar. Give us a dollar and uh, keep the show running, you know, because we have this big tape machine that we have to kind of support. It does take a lot of electrical uh, energy. So uh, just visit patreon.com/podcast14. Uh, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n, patreon.com/podcast14. And, um, give us a nickel or a dime. It's like, I feel like we're beggars on the train, you know? Like, uh, just give us a dollar. Uh, what's your you know, favorite we nation? We'll,
2: uh, we'll show you Magic Train.
1: Yes. You know, our favorite nation is Doe Nation. So, uh, now, if you pledge $5, uh, we'll read your name on the show. So, uh, if you want, it could be your alias, it could be your company name,
2: Yeah, your message.
1: Your message, you know, um, and, um, yeah, you, know, you can cancel at any time. I mean, the show will still always be free, but this is just a way for you to show us your appreciation. Um, especially for all you folks out in Russia. I think they take rupees, uh, or rubles, or whatever. whatever.
2: Rubles, we, yeah, or if you're yeah. in India, we take rupees.
1: Right. You, you, they take yuans, um So, um, not juan. He's in Mexico, but juan. No, we don't, we don't China. take No. Pesos. Pesos are good. Well, you need a lot of pesos, though. But uh, anyhow... Uh, that's Patreon. dot com slash podcast fourteen, and uh, show us you care. It's it's good karma. So um, all right, well, well, I guess some of the news stories that caught our eye this week, uh, we already kind of hinted at the uh, the MIT cheetah robot. Um, so these these robots are just uh, on the verge of uh, coming to kill us, right? So now they have a, a robot that could jump over obstacles while it's while it's trotting down some road, right? Pretty amazing yeah i mean just watching the youtube video of this thing is uh kind of scary um this thing is just charging along and the scientists just you know throw throw foam shit at it and the thing just jumps right over each of those obstacles so uh it's unplanned it's totally a i and uh and it's scary as shit <laughs> so, i mean if wow. i had this thing charging at me i i <gasps> you know it's like uh wow it's like uh that something says lidar, so I can
2: just see shit that's like really far away and
1: just charge ahead. Yeah, I mean this this uh, you know, make no mistake, this is like the beginnings of Terminator. Um, this thing is just charging at you. It's it just looks freaky. So, um I've seen other like MIT updates where you know, they they have like this this dog-looking, you know, robotic device that's going up hills and down hills without without falling over and you know, obviously they're building it so it could be like rescue dogs and whatnot um but just seeing to that uh, Boston Dynamics
2: that got bought
1: by Google Ooh, man yeah Google is and and this is why Ex Machina is like so funny it's like um I mean if you don't know the plot of Ex Machina um it's basically what what would happen if Steve Jobs um you know built um uh, I, I don't know becomes the guy from um the shining that's basically the, the the premise you know Steve Jobs is in his basement uh building killer AI and it's a weird, freaky-looking, you know, like, th- something out of the uh, the Overdrive Hotel um, out there in <laughs> wherever that was, Portland or whatever. So, uh, so same thing, <laughs> same thing here with Google, you know? Because uh, I think in Ex Machina, like, the guy is supposed to be, like, a Larry Page guy, not so much Steve Jobs, because he's, like, a search engine guy. So that's how he's getting all his AIs. He's just, like... Oh, speaking people. of
2: Larry Page, guys, have you been watching
1: Silicon Valley this season? Oh, my God. I guess we didn't mention that. Yeah, that's... What a great show. You know, I, I subscribed so to the HBO now. Um, that came out about a month ago, so I had, like, a free month on, on um, all my Apple devices. And uh, it is just, I mean, the best. I mean, and obviously, Huli. Did you see, like, is a as is an actual website? Oh, yeah, it's it's H O O L I dot XYZ. Um so I I invite you to go there and check out like uh and clearly uh Hooli is the analogue of um of Google in our world. Right. And uh, you know, XYZ is what, what they call Google Labs where they come you know, the moonshot and where the you yeah, know they come up with all these crazy, yeah, Inspiration, expiration. Uh to have really big ideas you have to have a really big head. Uh you know it's just it's just this stuff it's just so oh man so yeah I'm 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 looking forward to every episode and I guess uh you know too bad these 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 shows on HBO are only like 10 or uh, you know so episodes um you know they're not that long so I you know I cherish every episode so it's it's hilarious um and we've learned a lot this season about right uh uh, who is it? The o- O.J.? What is it? The original Jared? or Jared's not oh, even... Man, <laughs> he, he, like, dreams in German. I mean, just... So much, like, character development on these B characters that it's uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, oh, yeah,
2: I was wondering about that German thing. that was kind of unexplained. Yeah. So he just, like, oh, I don't know German. <laughs>
1: they just... I mean, is that going to come back or is that going to be, like, a loose end? I don't know, you know? Maybe so it's but... Yiddish. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's been great. So, um... I guess um when we take this show literally uh it's between Google IO and WWDC so I guess um did you uh I I guess there was a lot of stuff in Google IO or and some people are saying not that much you know that it was mostly like just a recap um
2: Yeah there's but some you know variations on the theme
1: so we they, they 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 told us it would be Android M but they didn't tell us what uh, what the M was for, and I think that's just like lollipop, right? They 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 were referring to it as L, um, and then later on in the year they revealed it was lollipop. So I guess they. So what they
2: can't be with M?
1: Well, people have been saying it was. Um, you remember it started with like all those stars, so it, it could be Milky Way. Um, but then some people were saying that uh, there was a lot of like uh, milkshakes in Moscone Center, so it could uh. be milkshake. So we really we really don't know. So and and really at the end of the day. It's not important, I guess. I I bought a um, what was it? It wasn't a Nexus. I bought a, a Motorola around the holiday season, looking forward to Lollipop, and it took me until February to be able to um, to load Lollipop on there. And this is a Motorola phone, so yeah. I I guess that's one of the drawbacks. Is you know, I just I I guess coming from iOS is you you know, iOS nine comes out, you can immediately load it onto your phone if you have a phone that's. You know, recent enough, uh, you know, going all the way back to, like, I guess the 4S uh, can support, like, iOS 8, although, you, you know, you might not want to install iOS 8 on your 4S. I mean, that's a 2011 phone, but, um Yeah, but
2: you it know, didn't uh, Motorola get spit out?
1: It did, but, you know, you, you figure they're still kind of like one of the premier partners. In fact, uh, no new me, devices... Maybe
2: that's part of their, I think Google has a strategy where they'll... Sort of treat Motorola like it's the ugly stepchild now to prevent people from
1: thinking it's really. I mean, I I I took it more like um, there was no hardware announcement of any kind at this year's Google I/O, and and I I don't know is that a first? Like usually don't they announce like either a Nexus tablet or a Nexus phone or a like a Pixel Chromebook or something? You know a Chromecast. There was no Chromecast upgrade. I mean, it was nothing. Aware stuff. Yeah, but even though that there's like no Nexus Watch or no reference model that Google Google says here's the way you know they're they're totally rely and and look it's what they they do very well right like they do cloud very well and here you know our device partners are gonna just kind of yeah uh, show you what like you know what what a watch experience is really like you know um, well I'm
2: interested to see uh, if the Apple Watch was actually a sales success because. I haven't seen very many of them in the wild. I mean, I, the reviews have been very strong, That's you know, I mean, no one thought that Apple was gonna put out a device that didn't really shine, but the question is whether people actually went and bought a lot of them. I think the data I saw said that most of the sales came uh, from pre-orders in the first few days, and then after that it tapered off, so the question is how much did it taper?
1: Yeah, and uh, Apple is not releasing numbers at all and uh, they they're pushing like the Apple Watch sales figures into uh iPods or wh- whatever they have like a category for this stuff where it's like uh you know we're not going to tell you exactly but we'll tell you that it was uh very good and it's like well what's very good is it 3 million 1 million um but yeah I've I've heard the same I mean I myself have the um what is it the sport uh space gray with a black band um Which is the
2: lowest and one higher what about
1: it? Uh, yeah, I think it's the lowest end. Like there, there are three. I guess there are three types. There's sport. There's uh, edition is the highest end, and there's like steel or whatever. Like is the middle one. Um, so I just got it to do development work. I I wore it for a week, uh, maybe even less, like three or four days. And me personally, I was like, um, this is stupid. Um, you know, it's like. I, to, to, it, it's always off and that's something that I guess at Google they kind of address like always on watches although it right. sounded stupid like the way that they phrase it it's like hey you know you could look at your watch for the time it's revolutionary it's like dude we've been doing that like, for yeah. at least 300 years you know since the the, 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 the wristwatch there's a good
2: Paul Krugman piece in the Times called uh, The Big Met yeah. and he opens it with uh quote from Hitchhiker's Guide intro where he says uh, humans really thought digital watch was a pretty neat idea, you know, remember that? Yeah. And, uh, so, so, so first of all, I got to love Paul Krugman quoting Hitchhiker's Guide for this stuff. That's just a, a marriage of awesome with awesome. But, uh, but yeah, the uh I feel like there's been a sort of a, a letdown feeling from a lot of people who were expecting the watch to be this kind of transformative device, and I think it's it's more incremental, which is not used to what we're we're not used to seeing that from Apple. We expect that they first to market. Yeah, it, it might have some kinks to iron out like the first iPhone, but it was so different from everything else and I think the Apple watch is pretty similar to the other watches the Android watches, the pebble and You know, sort of this idea that we've all had about what watches are. I don't really feel like Apple Watch challenged
1: that. I mean, I I actually went back to my Timex uh, because I, I, if I'm gonna wear, and I don't really, I have a Garmin um, device for measuring like steps and you know all that stuff, uh, and including sleep, um, which the Apple Watch doesn't do. Like I have to charge it uh, at night anyhow. So it, it, even if it if the battery lasted which the battery's actually been pretty good mostly cuz it's off most of the time, um you have to really flick it to turn it on. And that's the thing, is like you flick it, you have to tap it, it has to communicate with it, with the server which is ba- it's basically like a client server like uh you know, it's a dummy client that's taking <clears throat> stuff from the iPhone as its server. And you know, by the time all that rigmarole, I could just pop out my iPhone six from my pocket. Yeah, I mean, it's not that far away. You know? <laughs> wow. So I, I kind of felt it's a little absurd, you know, like um, at this point. Um, but to your point, I, like I Apple's, oh, Apple's always been incremental. Like the the first iPhone had no apps. You know, we didn't. We we had no SDK for like uh, over a year because it was like a, even when it launched, it was like a beta. Um, you know, there was no app store. There was no cut and paste until version 3 of the SDK. Um, you know, so we're kind of used to this is what Apple is now, you know, and I want this. And we kind of, I think we kind of forget that, you know, they I mean, the first iPad uh, is just a brick. I mean, it's completely unusable. Um, and this thing also look I mean, it's thin and stuff, but for a watch... Um, it's pretty thick. Yeah, thick. It's thicker than like my iPhone. I, it feels like you know, like it's it's obviously smaller uh, because the screen size is so small. But I I don't know. Like I mean, I I did some um, I did a, a, a what is it? Tito says, which is kind of like a Simon Says app, which I have on my GitHub. Um, and it you know, so the development is is nice as a developer. Um, you know, it's like an extension. I mean, hopefully we're gonna have like native. Because uh, what we do is you have to piggyback the app right now onto an iPhone app uh, by by having an extension, and it's kind of weird. Like uh, yeah. you know, right, like uh, at first it was like, wait, what? How do I do this? So I, I wanted to do an app just to see how it how it felt like. Um, I you know, but uh, I don't know. You know, I'm 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 gonna take it to WWDC because I have it. Um, I'm gonna be in a hackathon out in San Francisco uh, a watch hackathon um, but you know as a user I mean I I, I, I don't I would not have never bought it you know I only bought it as a developer just to kind of you know start using it now like which was not the case for iPhone I didn't get an iPhone until the 4S I mean um, I was just using iPod Touches which I thought were the future you know I was like the iPod Touch is clearly the future <laughs> you know like who wants a phone who wants to talk you know, so I, I totally missed the boat on that. Like, I just thought the, you know, because I did recognize that the touch interface, that was revolutionary. That was, you know, I was using uh, handsprings and Palm Pilot-type devices, you know, like, right. uh, uh, at that point. And it was like, wow, this is so much better. Um, so, I don't know, the jury's out, uh, but, um, I don't know, like, uh, we didn't see any glass at the Google I.O. Uh, yeah, I- glass has been... Uh
2: sort of put off the side but uh but we did hear a lot about cardboard that's
1: i mean, that's yeah, really- that was kind of like their one more thing was cardboard uh which i mean almost i don't know you could just joke so much about it but uh you know how you still need like a 600 hundred dollar phone you know inside of this like uh 60 cents piece of cardboard uh with <laughs> a magnet and and now it has like a, the, the the upgrade was it's more cardboard right it's bigger to support yeah. the bigger phones and you also have like a plastic button because I guess the cardboard button was breaking, you know. Um, it's but, fun. It's fun. But uh, I think it has a lot of potential, you know, like really awesome use cases and you could dump your uh, videos on YouTube so now YouTube supports this cardboard videos. Um, this is kind oh. of like, and they, they they announced like Jump, I guess, which is a reference model for for cameras. Uh, what was it, like a 16 camera array in a circle? So yeah, they have also
2: this 3D vision tablet that, that like went up for sale temporarily and then they pulled it or something.
1: Oh, really? Called, uh.
2: uh I forgot what it's called now. But they have this 3D vision tablet uh, thing for viewing with the stuff from that camera stuff.
1: Wow. So, so it's like
2: accelerometers and it has its own, uh, um, like gyroscopes
1: and shit. Well, the um, the Go the GoPro uh, is coming out with a jump. Um, uh, they they showed like what like 16 GoPros in a circle. Yeah,
2: GoPro also now is coming out with drones and uh, um, something else autonomous, self-driving drones.
1: Wow. But I mean, I guess, I guess those were the high. Any, anything else for Google I.O.? Like, those were the, those were the biggies. I, I guess the big news also was uh, Sundar was the highest level um, manager uh, at the event. There was no Larry Page. There was no Sergey jumping out of an airplane. Yeah, no, uh, there no Larry Page with his voice gone. Um, it was really Sundar's Google now.
2: The really interesting to see how, what's coming. Because they, they haven't touched their hand, uh-huh. really.
1: Anyways, one thing to note was there certainly was a lot of diversity in the people coming up. I mean, it's kind of like a stark difference from Apple, where it's just really all the white guys coming out and giving presentations, <laughs> right? Like here. I mean, you saw, like, women. You saw, like, uh, you know... Apple is like, really the quintessential American. Elevator. Yeah, it's kind of like that's where all the gringos went to go work. And then over here, Google's just kind of, like, really... You know this international flavor. There's like Indian managers, women, Indian women. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just you know you the Russian guys. You know, like you. They, it's, and and then they get like the, you know, all these managers that almost seem like they don't. They just put the hoodie on just just to just to you know blend in with the developers. But they really like probably wear suits during the day. You know, but but God bless them, they came up with like you know hoodies and they're like. uh um, talking about like monetization and what not you know it's, it's kind of like what uh. Uh, so yeah anyways I thought it was I thought it was a good conference um, I went to go see it in New York at uh, like Pace University had like a a GDG extension like uh, so it's kind of like they, they gave out cardboard to the first 15 people that arrived you know uh, nice. uh, you know so um, it was pretty pretty cool and all the videos are available on YouTube uh, for Google I.O. so if you missed it you know start with the keynote and um, you know work your way there now next week is uh, WWDC um, I don't know and, you know like last year Apple just just rebooted the entire thing with like Swift and all this stuff that I just I don't even want to predict anything like uh, anymore you know it's just uh, it's just impossible to, to make any sort of prediction anymore I think Uh you know, I mean, people are talking about a lot of... There's a lot of rumors out there, like the Apple uh, TV, we're finally going to be able to use that as a deployment target for apps. Oh. Uh, um, I, I also
2: heard
1: they're,
2: they're apparently working on a, a car.
1: Yeah, there's... I mean, that's just crazy rumors, like their cars. Uh, uh, you know, Icon they're says... They're like,
2: all these people from uh, hiring away people who... Uh, Work on other
1: self-driving car projects. Well, even they're hiring a lot of people from um, apparently from um, Elon Musk's um, um, company. What's his name? Um, yeah, Tesla. Tesla. Yes. Um, so um, <clears throat> I don't think they're going to unveil the <laughs> the Apple, you know, Mac car 2015 or whatever at the at the <coughs> show. But um, you know, I mean, I guess as an iOS developer. Uh, You go and see what's new, and I mean, they're talking. It's more like a Snow Leopard year, which means kind of like in the Apple universe, it's it's the year where you know there was Leopard, and then they said no Leopard, like or Snow Leopard, uh, which meant like it's it's no new feature, or at least that's how they sold it. There were a lot of new features, but they sold it as you know a year of stability where the engineers went back and fixed you know, P2 bugs versus right. only the Priority 1 bugs, so... Well, we're overdue for one of those, I think, on the Apple side, don't you think? I mean, yeah, it's been, like, every WWDC, it's, like, 3,000 new APIs, you know, and it's, like, after three or four years of that, it's kind of, like, wow, that's just... The whole year goes by and you realize you have not really used any new iOS 8 APIs in the last year. Like, what, what's up with that, you know? Like, so, um, I mean, I just came out with a game... And I was targeting an iOS 6 on that game, and it's like, why not, you know? Now, there are not that, like, now reviewing my own stats, there are not that many iOS 6 devices out there um, anymore. Um, Although there are a couple of iPods, you know, and since it's a game, you figure, you know, maybe some kid with an iPod uh, hasn't upgraded to, uh, you know, like iOS 7 is still out there, God bless them, and um, sure enough, yeah, I got, got a couple of those <laughs> in my metrics, so uh, they're, they're still out there, but it's it's a very, very small percentage, I mean, it's an insignificant percentage, um, at least for me, uh, so... Um, I
2: wonder if, uh, because I, you were hearing a lot about people who are upgrading to iOS 8 with older devices, and they found that, you know, their device was like unusably slow and stuff, so and I yeah, I, I had a similar experience with my MacBook, which is that I uh, I have a pretty high-end i7 13-inch Air, and I was finding that with each successive upgrade from uh, starting with the Candyland one, like, whatever they were, I forget the call there, uh, where where the uh, icons all got uh, the mobile look, uh, that I was like having performance problems.
1: And, uh... You know, they, they have pills for that, uh, nowadays. They have
2: what
1: for that? Pills. You get it, uh... Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> for, yeah, right. Well, so... So I think so I popped a couple of those, and it was... The computer was still slow. Mm, okay. But I still have to call, uh, the ER, because it lasted for longer than four hours, so... So you have uh, those,
1: uh... One of those geeks to come by. <laughs> but,
2: yeah, so I, I... So I think that there is, you know... There seems to be at least a component of the planned obsolescence in the Apple OS upgrade
1: chain. Anything? I, I mean, I, I, the rumor is that uh, this year, um, I think iOS 9 will address um, some of the lower end devices that iOS 8 kind of clipped. Uh, exactly to your point, where you know you're you're racing to throw in features, and I mean, we know as developers, right? Like we. we Maybe we could have tightened up that loop a little bit, but because we have, like, a sweet, sweet processor and the new devices, it, it runs <coughs> fine, you know. But on the older ones, uh, not so fine. So I think, um, you know, and again, these are all rumors, but uh, the rumor is that they asked the engineers to go back and tighten a lot of that stuff up so that uh, now, you know, if you have a 5C um, iOS 9 is is gonna you know fly on that you know not not just be usable but but fly. So um, but again we'll see. Like I I really stopped with the predictions. I I'm gonna go. I I have a ticket this year, so I'm gonna actually attend. But I have no idea. Um you know just like last year, I had no idea that we were gonna introduce a new language. I mean no one saw that coming. That's um, cool that stuff. That was uh, yeah nobody had that on their like bingo card you know like a whole new language so. So after you see that, I, I think, like, this year I'm going in with, like, just zero expectations, like, not knowing what the hell's going to happen. I mean, last year, Apple was a lot more open, they were on Twitter, you know, like, they're blogging, so hopefully these trends continue, you know, as, as they, you know, kind of compete with companies that are super open, or, or at least appear to be super open you know and open source and I mean that's, that's Google's whole thing right like Android's all open source and people are like ah, really but you know I mean <laughs> yeah so uh, they open source research kit um, Apple put it on GitHub um, you know they integrated CocoaPods into that which is not like their technology um, you know and it's like okay you know uh, this is the new Apple so so yeah I'm excited to see what's, what's going to happen but I've, at this point I have no idea what what it's going to be. You know, other than like hearing a lot of r- noise and chatter about Apple TV. Um, no idea. I mean, no idea. I mean, Swift. I, I wrote some apps in Swift, and I I had to update to um, 8.3. On my iPhone, so I can get the w w d c app because um, it only it only works on eight three and above and 8.3 huh. only the only you know just came out, so I had to upgrade and the apps that I had written um all of them crash now like uh, just don't even boot up so and that's because i I wrote them in swift one dot one and swift one dot two is now out, and um I guess I have to go back and uh you know do things different or whatever, so I have to spend some time and go back and do that you know so um Wait. Not that's not good, right? <laughs> so, I, I, th- those apps were not in production. Those were just, you know, on my phone as like um, you know, some I was just playing around with, with Swift and um yeah. you know, that, that's you know, I had a weather app in Swift and uh it doesn't even launch anymore. So, um I don't know what's up with that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I guess that's that's W W D C and uh, Google I O. Oh, um I guess before we wrap up the show, um we had a tremendous amount of uh, listener feedback during the hiatus. Uh, we had like twenty six thousand two hundred and forty emails. I uh, w- we have no way of counting all the the DMs that uh, that we've gotten uh, on Twitter. Just so many. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're just essentially countably innumerable from our perspective. I mean, just uh, tons of it. So I thought, uh, you know, I just picked some. Uh, this morning, um, you know, just randomly from, you know, Twitter and email, and I thought uh, maybe we'd, uh, you know, give people some shout-outs and maybe answer some questions. What do you think? Yeah. All right, so I'll, I'll take the first one. We got, uh, at Shia14 from Twitter writes, Yo, last name is just like mine. Are we related? So, um, Shia14, I guess, uh... No, we are, we are not related, right? I, I, I do not know who Shia is. Um, do, do you, Andrew, know who Shia is? 14? I'm going to go with no here, but I'm, so, if
2: so you bring us some DNA evidence, then perhaps you can reconsider.
1: That's right. You never know because you're quite the player. So, um, yeah, but I, I would say no. But uh, definitely we're, we're going to go to the DNA level on that one. Um, <laughs> you you want to you wanna take the next one from Tina? Uh, I think you're going to have to read it, but I will. So what ask. is that, T- Tina5BBQRS, uh, at AOL, wow, AOL, uh, writes, uh, you need targeted traffic to your episode three. Well, Tina, you. Well, a very thoughtful, thoughtful uh,
2: suggestion.
1: Yes, thank you so much, and I guess, I guess we'll look into, uh, into that, I, I don't even remember what episode three was, I think that was Danny's interview, maybe, so I, I don't know, but, um... We'll listen to it and see. See what uh, see what they're talking about. Um, uh, Nike Free Hot Punch, um, also from AOL. Right, we have got a lot of AOL listeners. Um, writes, whoa, I'm really enjoying the template slash theme of this website. It's simple yet effective. Well, Nike, thank thank you so much. Um, I know it's just um, it's just a WordPress theme, Andrew. Right? I think we we threw up on there, so. Um, but thank you so much. We really appreciate
2: your your feedback. Yeah, yeah, and,
1: and it's 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 a it's a simple uh, template, you know, like nothing fancy, not not a lot of noise, you know, nice font. So um, thank you. Um, Air Max 90 from at Air Flute, uh, whatever that is. Uh, hmm, he writes, it seems like your blog ate my first comment. It was extremely long, so I guess I'll just sum it up. I'll just sum it up. What I wrote and say. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm thoroughly enjoying your podcast. I, as well, am an aspiring bo- blog blogger. <laughs> He's a blog blogger. Okay. But I'm still <clears little throat> new to everything. Do you have any suggestions for inexperienced blog bloggers? I definitely appreciate it. <clears throat> uh, okay. So this is a little mentorship, I guess, if uh, people are looking uh up to us for. So I I don't know if we have any any words of wisdom Andrew that we could perhaps uh, share with the kids here? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, I know we're like, we're such a uh, important role model for the kids, but
1: uh yeah. Uh especially my... like all all those Russian teens, I guess after after yeah. that last show, um, you know, are really kind of like looking up to us, uh kind of like like their big daddies or something. So, um I don't know. Yeah. I, I would say, just keep doing it. You know, every every day. Just just keep blogging every day. I mean, um, you know, our show has become almost like biannual at this point, right? So, um, <laughs> but um, you know, so every six months, Andrew and I make sure to uh, put a show out, right? So it's just it's just just kind of keep going, and 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 don't look back. Just you know. Um, just keep doing it, right? And that's true of anything in life, right? Like, just keep coding every day, right? If you want right. to be a coder. Uh, yeah, keep making cabinets if you want to, you know, be a carpenter, right? I, 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 I'm not that I know what it means but to, to be a carpenter, but I would imagine, like, uh, you know, you get splinters, and uh, you just keep going, you know? And, and you know, you're, 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 your hands become really rough uh, just because you're working with the wood, you know, and... Um, yeah, so same thing with the with the blogging, right? Just just keep doing it every day. Just hang
2: in there.
1: Hang in there, All Air Max time. Air Max ninety. Um our next one comes from Duck Pool um at It So I um he's not uh in information technology. I think he uh, comes from Italy. I, yes, here he goes. Greetings from Italy. Greetings. I am bored to death at work, so I decided to check out your podcast on my iPhone during a nice. lunch break nice and also plugging Apple there thank you um, I enjoy the info you present here and can't wait to take a look when I get home one question I have is what uh, it's good cause I, it's like where's he going with all this one question I have is what is your favorite programming language and why ooh so good uh, what's that that's
2: a good question
1: that is a good question so um, I would say yours is Ruby probably right that's right there we go. And um yeah, I got to say mine's objective C. Um I'm not too with with the Swift right now, especially with, with as, as I just told my story, the, none of my apps are working anymore. <laughs> like, so uh, so I'm I'm a bit um and uh, Swift, you know, people say like it, it's easy, but uh it it's really not. It's kind of cryptic and um you know, it it it's powerful. And I think with that power comes a lot of a syntactic like uh Crudeness, you know, right now, and it—you could really make your Swift code look really, really horrible. But having said that, it is the future of of Apple development. So, um, you know, hopefully, uh, what's his name, Duck Fizz in Pool, uh, I could say Swift next year at this time, um, you know. So. Hopefully,
2: um, but you know, I've been playing with uh, Erlang recently, which is, uh, in case you don't know, it's that language from. Uh like the 80s, but they used this telecom uh, Ericsson that got bought by
1: Sony. Is that uh, like entity relationship uh, language?
2: No, Uh. uh, I forget what it stands for, but uh, it's a functional-ish language, but the cool thing about it is that it has this uh, concurrency model, which is like baked in, and it's the actor model, so it's... uh, it's like more event-driven than it is than like message passing than it is uh, a regular object-oriented language like the kind that you're sort of thinking for, I guess, uh, you know, the, the norm these days. And because uh, even, even Ruby, which is or Scala or something, which
1: are R- Ruby's based imperative, top, right?
2: Functional base on mm. uh, there's a there's a framework for Erlang called it. Uh, the Elixir, which basically makes the syntax really pretty, and uh, it's, it's kind of awesome. It, I guess a year ago it wasn't really very mature, but now it's sort of coming into its own. There's a web framework for it called Phoenix, which is similar to like uh, Rails. Uh, it's it's actually turning into a pretty awesome framework to play with, and uh, the performance is insane. The web server. So, I forget what the web service call that they have, but it's something written in airline delivers uh like basically on the level of nanoseconds instead of milliseconds so
1: i uh, think um I think haskell um uh, is is a bit like what you're describing like a language that was uh, came from kind of like the research community in the seventies, and um it's been okay. like a really slow burn for haskell and now uh there are a lot Haskell, of people talking like, about Haskell, right?
2: Yeah, Haskell has a little community now. It, it, Haskell is like very, um, like you said, it's closer to like a Lisp type of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, Erlang is was written at a private company and it was designed for like telecoms infrastructure. So it's it's definitely like really engineering focused and it has a, like a, a very big standard library called an OTP, which is like just a bunch of shit that you you'd want. I think Haskell is more designed
1: for the use. I saw that there was a, um, I want to say like a Chinese malware uh, virus that was written in Lisp uh, recently and uh, it, it was meant to attack CAD software uh, huh. because I guess a lot of the CAD like models are, or I think all, all of them are, um, I guess, saved as Lisp, uh, you know, metadata or whatever. So... Uh, this thing basically has infected almost all the design firms like uh that are um you know and, and send back kinda like a construction information back uh, that's bizarre. To, yeah, it's really it's really weird. But uh when when you mentioned Lisp, I guess that was um that's what made me think of that. But um There's anyway. also
2: that worm that affects routers.
1: Oh that's in Lisp also? No it's not. I'm oh sorry. I was gonna say Lisp is coming back, baby, in a in a bad <laughs> way. But, um yeah, I remember we had to we had to do Lisp like um in AI and uh wow what a weird language is with the, and and you know Swift reminds me a little bit of that. Uh I don't know, like um I don't know, Swift is weird, but uh Alright, well hopefully that duck fizzin' pool uh that uh, answers your questions. So um to ask us any questions, uh remember you could send us email at feedback at podcast fourteen dot com. Uh you could visit our website at uh, podcast14.com. You could uh, follow us on Twitter, at Podcast14. Like us on Facebook. um, Or just, uh, you know, pick up the phone and leave us a voicemail. And uh, we'll read it on the air. at 646-470-7640. During 10 to 1, Manolo usually takes his siesta, so uh, he will not pick up the phone. Uh, That's Eastern Standard Time. And um, generally, he doesn't pick up the phone ever, so don't worry about it. Just leave a voicemail, and um, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and uh, YouTube No, sorry, iTunes, YouTube's, my tunes, your tunes, iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, what, what are uh, we? a
2: spy pigeon with your message written earlier.
1: Yes, and we'll we'll read it on the air. Um, you can also grab us at SoundCloud.com/podcast14. You know, or wherever great podcasts are traded. Um, what else? Um, where, where, where can people find more of you, Andrew?
2: Well, uh, you can talk to me on Twitter at andrewfaker or and try to figure out my IP address and spam me with a rhythmic pulse of distributed denial of service attacks that I will later decipher.
1: Yeah, so you, you can try your haptic touch on me at... Uh, I'm at Dulio Dennis on, on the Twitterverse, and uh, you know, um, I guess we'll catch you guys next time. When's our next show? like in about a, uh, November? No. Yeah,
2: maybe uh, I was thinking uh, a year or two. but hey, uh, you're going to
1: be at WDC, right? So maybe uh, That's right.: yeah. So when, when I come back from WWDC, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a whole recap show. How's that? All right. Woohoo. All right, everybody. I'll catch you in San Francisco. And um, Andrew will be holding the fort down here uh, here in the great uh, Empire State. I'll catch
0: you in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> the name is 14. We talk through all the tech news like a Mexican Facebook, Twitter. The name is Podcast 14. Max PC's iOS, Android, Commodore Amiga. Your life made easy in case you get amnesia. New active matrix screen. It's on Pockets 14. New ray tracing routine. It's on Pockets 14. That new washing machine. It's on Pockets 14. Updated by new machine. It's on Pockets. 14, calculating the geometric mean, it's on Pockets 14, bluish green, asparagus bean, it's on Pockets 14, we talk you through all the tech news, including the newest a Machine, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, the name is Podcast 14, I said iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, you know the name is Podcast 14, yeah.